0: good evening dear i'm glad you're here to share a bath with me we're gonna be listening to the john sawyer show so i want you to make sure you get the bathtub nice and bubbly i don't care if you do with the jacuzzi
1: or just your now sit back and relax
2: December 26, 2019, another episode of the John Sawyer Show, right here on Anchor FM. How you guys doing? My name is John Lambros, also known as John Sawyer, also known as Boondocks, also known as the three-named nobody, coming at you, of course, with another episode of the John Sawyer Show. We are emanating from the Grindhouse Radio Studios in an undisclosed location somewhere deep within the heart of New York. Of course, I can't do this alone to my right at the engineer position from Grindhouse Radio, available every week on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. You want and only, Zambo. How you doing, brother? How are you?
3: I'm doing good. <laughs> I <laughs> just a- answered my own question.
2: That's your superhero voice <laughs> <laughs> Where is she? No, it's fine. <laughs> Where is she? Where is she? Zambo ready to fight some
3: crime, oh yeah. I wish. I'll just cry myself in a corner instead.
2: Anyway. <laughs> well, I, I did hear you are a dart master.
3: Uh, yes, I'm a bit of a dart shark. Uh, yeah, yeah. People people don't seem to believe that, and I keep it that way.
2: Okay, well, there's your say, secret weapon right there. You can be the new bullseye. Oh. Zambo never misses. <laughs> <laughs> you don't doubt me, and I never miss <laughs> That'd be cool. And, of course, to my left, the co-host with the most, the queen of old school herself, Miss Paula P. Dizzle McCurry. How are you?
0: I'm doing good. How are you?
2: What's going on in your world?
0: Nothing. I'm very boring.
2: Did you enjoy that crappy cup of coffee on the way in?
0: Oh, that crappy cup of coffee got dumped.
2: Got dumped with the $5 Walmart uh, mug that the cap kept not fitting in on? Yeah.
0: Couldn't screw it on properly.
2: A lot of off-brand products on sale nowadays. Like, you know the Blackberry? Yeah. Well, I have a friend who bought a Dingleberry and... uh, (laughs) A piece of shit, all right. So, <laughs> but um, oh my gosh, <laughs> you
0: almost killed Zambo. Uh,
2: I was drinking, ah, <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway. By the time you're hearing this, it is September 29th, 2018. I think I said 2019 at the beginning, yes. My, my we we there. travel through time we travel through time quite a bit
0: fighting crimes and podcasting well,
2: it is currently September 26 2018 but of course by the time you're hearing this it is the 29th so I hope you guys are having a great weekend uh I want to talk to you guys first off about the new plans we have for the show um sometime this past august uh, most of you know this, but not a lot of but not every <clears throat> Excuse me. Most of you know this, but not all of you do. I signed a three month deal with Grindhouse Radio to use their equipment for this podcast. And of course, I thank them for that. It is a fantastic studio. The staff are completely top notch when it comes to professionalism and knowing what they're doing. And Brimstone, of course, is always great in what he does. So, you know, thank you guys here for always welcoming us to here. Wow, I can't talk
3: today. That's all right. Well, you're always welcome here. How about that?
2: Well, oh, I appreciate it. You're Thank welcome. You. You're welcome.
3: You're not just saying that for the air, right? No. Oh, okay. Like, legit. Like, you, you actually are welcome right. here, no matter. No,
2: just making sure.
3: I'm a person of genuosity. I may be a dart shark, but that doesn't mean I don't have a heart of
2: gold. I appreciate that. <laughs> See, Sambo never misses. Um, That three-month deal ends on November 15th. I'm sorry, November 14th. Wow, I am off today. Holy crap! I should maybe I should maybe I should have had a crappy cup of coffee on the way in here. Hey, I maybe. could have
0: fixed you a crappy cup of coffee. Yeah.
2: I have hot cup of coffee ready. Yeah, with a side of good grammar and uh, <laughs> staying on point for a podcast
0: and knowing what year it is.
2: Yeah. Um, this three month deal that I signed ends on the fourteenth, and um, there have been some changes as far as uh, my career goes. I recently. Um, Made the decision to drop using the gimmick names that I was, I shouldn't say given, more that I came up with throughout my time as a wrestler. Um, back in 2012, when I broke into the show business uh, world via pro wrestling, I w- went by the name Boondocks. Why? Because I simply liked the name, even though there's a television show by that name and a rapper by that name and, you know, some other people. Uh, who are important figures by that name, you know. But then again, I didn't know much back then, so. Uh, About two or three years in, that name got switched to John Sawyer. I figured I could use that as a pseudo-name to, you know, not just for wrestling, but for any ventures outside of wrestling. And uh, recently, I decided to drop the gimmick names and go by the God-given name that that I've had since... My date of birth, May 11th,
0: 1993.
2: That name, of course, is John Lambrose. John Lambrose Jr., to be exact. Um, Some of you may be asking, why use your real name now? Um, The answer is quite simple. Uh, What I am hoping, I shouldn't say hoping, one of my biggest goals in life is to make a living as an entertainer. Uh, whether it be through podcasting, radio, acting, comedy, whatever the case may be, you know, as long as I could do something in this world of show business and make a living at it, you know, that would be it for me. And uh, good luck trying to cash in a check to someone under a fictitious name, a name of someone who really doesn't exist. So for money reasons, yes, I did it for the money. I uh, dropped the gimmick names and decided to go by my real name. So with that being said, come November 14th, if the opportunity comes for me to resign and to keep this show going, there will be some tweaks to the program. These tweaks include a new show name, more content from outside of combat sports, including entertainment, pop culture and what's going on in the world and possibly a third co-host no i'm not having tryouts this co-host has to be someone i know and get along with because uh history has shown that the last time i got co-hosts on a show through tryouts it didn't exactly end well in my favor i don't know how other radio shows and podcasts run their businesses you know I mean, I may be getting to know the Grindhouse crew very well, but I still don't know how they run their business completely. But as far as me and my business and me and my program, that's pretty much how I see fit in doing it. Um, not going to give all the details on that yet, but um, November, but just leaving it at this November 14th. If the opportunity comes for me to resign, and I'm, and I'm not re- resign, re-sign for another deal. I said, not leave.
3: You're I'm scaring. Going.
2: What? You're
3: scaring your crew here. You're <laughs> scaring. You're scaring <laughs> your your fans and everything, man. Come on.
2: Fans. What, what fans do I have? You uh, got one. You got one. Yeah. Hey. Okay. Yeah. And the crowd goes mild. <sighs> uh, <laughs> if I do sign another deal, come the 14th. The changes will happen, and of course, you all will know what those changes are. But until then, the Sawyer Show still has uh, some time left, so uh, it will make the best of the time it has left, and that's all I have to say about that. Paulo, your thoughts?
0: I look forward to it. I look forward to the changes. I mean, this is what you want to do. You're good at it, so you need to do it. Mm.
3: Future looks bright. just gonna say that future always looks bright if you look at it that way
2: yeah I guess you can put it that way yeah Yeah. of course we're on social media at Audio Powerbomb you can follow us on Facebook Twitter and Instagram at Audio Powerbomb and of course check us out every week on Anchor FM Apple Podcasts and wherever else you get your podcasts All right, moving on going through my notes here. I'd like to send uh, get well wishes to ex-Oakland Raider player Neron Ball, who is currently in a medically induced coma due to a brain aneurysm. Uh, This kid was a 2015 draft pick for the Oakland Raiders right when things started to get really hot for the team. And uh, he's had a history of head injuries before. This is simply a case of uh, an athlete being more brave and, full of pride than yeah. smart about his physical well-being and uh he's currently um where he's at right now and uh nobody wants to see anyone go through that you know so i'm not just saying this because i'm a fan of the oakland raiders but i'm saying this of course because you know
0: because you're human and you, cause you're because you
2: human because i'm human and you know it's sad to see somebody go through such an ordeal so yeah. um uh get well soon to brother Neron and uh even if this means his career is over, it still doesn't mean that, you know, he can't do anything to contribute towards the team. I'm sure he's welcome back to do something. Oh, absolutely. You know, but but at the same time, you can also understand uh, from his standpoint or the standpoint of any athlete who's put in that situation, you know, once you're doing what you love out there and it's in your system and then something like this happens, all you can think about is just getting back out there, getting back out there, getting back out there. You know, that's why, unfortunately, a lot of serious things have happened to a lot of these guys. Not mm-hmm. just in football, but in wrestling, MMA, boxing, yeah. kickboxing, and any other sport where there's a physical danger to it.
0: Yeah, once that brain starts bouncing around in the skull, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. it's bad news.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, I've had some concussions before, but nothing like this. So, yeah.
4: You
2: know,
0: you know prayers to his family, too, you know, for strength. You know, they're going through this just as much as he is, you know. Right. The thoughts and prayers are with everybody right now
2: on Ball, get well soon. In other news, Bill Cosby sentenced to 3 to 10 years in prison for all the times he's sexually assaulted those women. I, of course, took to Twitter yesterday to give my thoughts on it and I'll leave it at this. If you've been committing a horrific crime for that long and you keep thinking that you're going to get away with it because you're rich and powerful, then I don't care who you are. You deserve to be locked up forever
0: absolutely no
2: it's one thing if there's a bunch of accusers you know because there have been men out there who have been accused of horrific things when they've never done it Mm -hmm. those are the men who i feel sorry for i don't feel sorry for you if there's legitimate evidence and proof and details showing that you're guilty for what you've done
0: absolutely he's even admitted it. it
2: took 60 accusers I think more than sixty. Was it more than sixty? Or... It is
0: a whole bunch of people. There's probably still people out there that can't remember things because of the freaking drugs that he fed them.
2: Right. Well, it took all these people to finally, you know, get bring justice to the situation. Mm-hmm. And although it, it, although it is a bit much, you know, for the court systems to wake up and actually see, you know, mm-hmm. this is what happened here. You know, the right measures were taken and the right steps were made and. Absolutely, you know, Mr. Cosby's getting what he deserves. Absolutely, and, you know, because
0: there's, there's also a statute of limitations on bringing charges up against somebody for rape. I mean, they really need to do away with that because this is why a lot of rapes go unprosecuted because of the fact that you know, you have X amount of years to come forward, and these women can, aren't are terrified to come forward, mm-hmm. and they just wait until the statute runs out, and then there's nothing that can be done. But I'm so happy that this was done, and you know, Bill, you know, go f yourself.
2: <laughs> exactly, Zambo, your thoughts? Hope
3: he enjoys a good old uh, big bowl of Jello. J-Lo. <laughs> Sorry, that was a Daily News article cover, and I just could not help but think about that the whole day since that publication released. He,
0: he's gonna meet. He's gonna be. He's gonna meet a nice big guy in there, Bubba. Oh yeah. And Bubba gonna take care of him good. Yeah, he's, <laughs>
2: he's
3: gonna give him a good uh, Jello pudding pop
2: there. <laughs> <laughs> His mugshot is kind of comical. Have you seen his mugshot? I
3: have. I have. It's it's a little ridiculous.
2: It's like the it's like the whole Rudy Hugs Oh well, I guess I made a big mistake. Whoopsie, whoopsie. <laughs> I don't want to look at the camera now. <laughs> <laughs> you mean so, yeah, there it is, right there? His yeah. mug. <laughs> yeah, there it is.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> He's just looking. back yep.
3: Far left. It's okay. Far left. Yeah, far left. Far right. It's it's here's here's a nice big old big old image here. I know this is great radio for for you folks listening, but <laughs> we just got to we just got to click this and just just make him make him look. Where's the article? Oh, there it is. Look at that. <laughs> we'll post it on the Facebook page later for I think those he's of you looking I mean, not to make fun of the condition, but I think he's looking down. <laughs> he, could, he could
2: be, you know. Yeah. Rumor has it the reason why he's got that lazy eyes cuz he kept one eye in the dressing room door during the uh, <laughs>
3: keep making that face it'll stick that's what mom always used to say right
2: (laughs) I guess it happened (laughs) anyway moving on UFC 229 happening October 6th at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas Nevada we're gonna go over the main card read read over the statistics for each fight and uh, give our predictions for uh, each bout Starting, of course, with uh, a female bout, Michelle Watterson versus Felice Herrick. Uh, Michelle's record is uh, 15 wins, 6 losses, 0 knockouts, or 0 draws. What's the the third one's draws? Yeah, yeah, win-lose draw. Uh, oh okay. Let me just specify ladies and gentlemen, neither me or Paula are MMA experts, we're just fans.
0: We're learning. Same, we're,
2: you know. Same. And we're just giving and we're just giving our opinions as fans as to what we think is going to happen. So if anybody wants to complain, just save your breath for some other show. <clears throat> <laughs> So, anyway, Michelle Watterson has 15 wins, 6 losses, 0 draws, while Felice has 14 wins, 7 losses, and 0 draws. Uh, Michelle's six 63 inches tall, while Felice is 64 inches tall. Uh, Michelle's 100, they're both 115 pounds. They're both from the US of A. Uh, as far as the takedown and uh, submission average uh, Michelle has a 2.69 takedown average while Felice has a 1.23 takedown average and as far as the submission averages go uh, Michelle is at 1.65 while Felice is at 1.06 I am picking Michelle Waterson, just simply out of favoritism uh, what about you?
0: Um you know what? I'm going to go with the other one. Felice. Felice. Yes.
2: Okay, you think uh there could be, this could be a chance of like an underdog having an advantage or
0: I wouldn't even say that they're they're pretty evenly matched, you know. Mm. But yeah, I think I just feel like going the other way now. All
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, the heavyweights. One of my favorite types of bouts in the UFC. Big Derek Lewis at 260 pounds takes on Alexander Volkov from Russia at 250 pounds. Derek has a record of 20 wins, 5 losses, and 0 draws, while Alexander comes in with an impressive 30 wins, 6 losses, and no draws. Uh, Alex is taller. Alex comes in taller than uh, Derek. He has more more strikes landed per minute more of an accuracy uh has taken more punishment absorbed per minute and has more of a defense uh record as far as takedown um average accuracies and takedown the takedowns defended Derek comes in at 0.58 while Volkov comes in at 0.83 um, Takedown accuracy, Derek has 26.32%, while Volkov has 83.33%. Um, as far as the takedowns defended, uh, Volkov beats Derek in that, while he also beats him in submission average at 0.33%. The statistics never buy, and although I am a fan of Mr. Lewis, I am going to have to go with um, the more... Threatening opposition in Mr. Alexander Volkov. What about you?
0: Alexander.
2: Okay. Uh, next up, Ovince Saint Prue, last name P R E U X. I don't know if that's how uh, I pronounce it right. That's
0: pretty close.
2: Versus Dominic Reyes. Uh, o- Ovince, I'm going to call him Saint. St. has a record of 23 wins, 11 losses, and 0 draws, while Dominic Reyes has 9 wins, no losses, and no draws. Um, Dominic comes in a little bit taller than St. They both weigh the same. They're both from the same country. As far as strikes landed per minute, uh, Dominic Reyes comes in at 6.95, while St. Ovens comes in at 2.69. As far as accuracy, Dominic comes in with fifty-one point zero four percent, while Ovens comes in at forty-six point sixty-seven percent. As far as strikes absorbed per minute, Dominic comes in at at one point fifty-six, while Ovens comes in at two point fifty-five. As far as the defense goes, uh, D- Dominic comes in at eighty, while Ovens comes in at 65.56 as far as grappling is concerned. Um, it looks to be that uh, Dominic Reyes has um, is pretty much beat St. Ovens as far as grappling statistics. This is a weird one to pick. Um, they're not evenly matched by any means. They're no. even in size, and they're both, of course, from the same country, but that doesn't mean anything when it comes to experience, skill, and and, you know, how technical you can get out there.
3: Could go either way. It could. Absolutely.
2: It could. There could be a surprise, but um, I'm going to have to pick with, um, you know, I've always been a stats guy, you know, and I go with, you know, well, kind of hard to say that since I picked McGregor to beat Mayweather but when they had that fight. <laughs> hey, I'm, I always go for my fellow Irishman. Prop uh, uh, <laughs> proper 12. Yeah, his new whiskey, which... Paul has been dying to talk about on the air. We'll get to that later. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna have to say Dominic Reyes. You? Dominic. All right. Oh, why? Because you can't pronounce the other guy's last name.
0: No, because <laughs> just looking at the stats, <laughs> and you know he's apparently he's newer to this. Mm-hmm. You know he's a little bit younger. The mm-hmm. other guy's been taking a beating, so I'm gonna go with Dominic. All
3: right. So you're going with the the guy with the fire in his stomach and the bright-eyed bushy tail, exactly. while the other guy exactly. is seasoned, seasoned and ironed out his kinks. So
2: yeah. maybe there, yeah. you know, that I makes mean,
3: it's like I said, it could go either way. That
2: makes so. a lot of sense. Yeah. You know, one is it, it's like an old car that's rusty and mm-hmm. about to break down, while yeah. you got a brand new Ferrari on the road. Yeah, but know? then
3: again, though, you put them head to head in in a similar competition. We may see something go either way. Right. You know, the Ferrari could burn out real quick and burst its back tire while the old truck will chug along right to the finish line. Who knows? Tortoise in the hair situation. Right. Possibly. After, possibly. After
0: all, we did pick Mayweather. I mean, on uh, Mayweather. Um, McGregor.
2: McGregor. Over Mayweather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. But that's simply out of. Uh, fat- you know, fan being a fan. yeah. fanboy. Fanboyism, Yeah, Yeah, I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah.
3: Nothing wrong with that,
2: you obviously, know, you like, like, obviously, when Ali fought Joe Frazier, mm-hmm. everybody was picking Ali mm-hmm. while, you know, many people doubted the skill and the, you know, I, and I don't remember the results to that fight. But, Me neither. But from what I remember, Joe Frazier was a serious threat to mm-hmm. Ali's, you know, yeah. record. Everybody was like, "No, no we like Ali." This yeah, it's cool. like, "Oh, he's
3: got the name. He's got the name. It's Ali. It's mm-hmm. always Ali. Or, yeah. It's McGregor. It's always McGregor." And then, yeah. and
2: then something seconds. happens.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know. And then they go, "No, my golden ticket." <laughs> and then
2: it's a whole, a whole ticket to the big time thing. That I pretty much ruined.
0: think that was pretty much us watching. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, like... that, that
2: was a fucking zoo. Uh, you know, when we went to go see it about. Um, yeah. we, we were over at Dave & Buster's yeah. in Nylandia. Oh, and you were watching track. it? Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was me, her, and my best friend, also former pro wrestler, uh, uh, Saint, uh, Bishop from NYWC. Okay. My, my buddy Shaq. Um, we were in the uh, bar area watching on the TV screen. I was probably one of the few people there to support actually, that actually supported McGregor. Yeah. Because if you looked around, there was like, two or three people in McGregor shirts. The rest were all against him. The rest were not only against them, but it was like, it was like, put it this way, and I don't mean, this, and I don't say this to sound racist. Mm-hmm. Every black person in the bar, and there was a lot of them, were there to see Floyd win. Mm-hmm. And the very few white people who were there were there, to see, more, co- yeah. were there to see Connor win. Wow. The minute Floyd, you know, got the win, yeah. you know, with that knockout the shot. The whole place blew the, up. The, oh my God. Yeah. It was like a, yeah, That's I mean, crazy. It was like a it was like a very positive looking riot scene. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Everybody's jumping up and down. They're shaking their
3: bodies. Oh my god! Oh my yeah, god, yeah. You know? it, it was a happy moment. It was it was yeah. a
2: very rejoicing for, for them. For them, yeah. You know, and I respect Floyd Mayweather. He's yeah, yeah. He's, one, he's in the list of my favorite boxers. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to fighting in general, you know, I'll pick. He's for, not the overall. He's not the overall. Got it. You know, McGregor to me Sorry. is my overall. You know, as far as fighting goes, I would say McGregor and Kimbo or, mm-hmm. are at a tie, but Kimbo's since passed a while ago Mm. and speaking of kimbo he's our match of the week we'll get to later on nice but um we got two more fights to cover along with some exclusive uh audio tape from a recent press conference in uh new york city don't play that yet
3: no i got it queued up ready
2: queued up and ready next up tony ferguson versus anthony pettis Tony has the record of 24 wins, 3 losses, and 0, zero draws, while Anthony Pettis has 21, 21 wins, 7... Did I say Tony Ferguson has 21 wins 24?
0: You said 23.
2: Tony Ferguson is 23, 3-0. He no, no, no. 20, says
0: here 24, 3-0. Okay, well, I have the excuse, wrong stats then.
2: Excuse my inaccuracy. <laughs> <laughs> 24 wins, 3 losses, and 0 draws, while Anthony Pettis has 21 wins, 7 losses, and 0 draws. Um, Tony Ferguson has the height of 71 inches, while Pettis has 70 inches. They both weigh the same. They're both from the same country. As far as strikes go, strikes landed per minute. Tony Ferguson has 5.09 strikes landed per minute, while Anthony Pettis has 2.78. As far as strike accuracy, uh, Tony Ferguson has 42. 97% accuracy while Anthony Pettis has 45.30% accuracy as far as strikes absorbed per minute Tony Ferguson has three point forty eight strikes absorbed per minute while Anthony Pettis has two point eighty as far as defense uh, Tony Ferguson has seventy six point seventy four in defense while Pettis has fifty eight point eighty two as far as grappling is concerned uh, takedown average, 0.64 to Tony Ferguson, while Pettis has 0.80. As far as takedown accuracy, uh, Ferguson has 42.86%, while Pettis has 54.55%. Takedowns defended, uh, 76.74% go to Tony Ferguson, while 58.82% go to Pettis. And as far as submission average, 1.59 goes to Ferguson, while 1.33 goes to Pettis. I've seen Pettis fight before, and he's extremely impressive, so I'm going to go with Pettis. What about you? Hmm.
0: That's a little hard to call because they're pretty much, once again, evenly matched. So uh, I'll go with Pettis.
2: Okay. This could be another underdog situation. And finally, the main event... Uh, something that a lot of fight fans have been waiting to see, including myself and Miss Paula over here. The Russian Savage—I don't know if that's the nickname he likes—he uses. But uh, from Russia, we got uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov. I apologize if I'm pronouncing perfect. That name. Oh, I that, think I think you actually pronounced it. That correctly. was
0: actually that was awesome. That's how oh, you pronounce wow. it,
2: Nurmagomedov. Yeah, no, you yeah. said it right. Score one for Sawyer. Check versus mystic mac himself the returning conor mcgregor my favorite fighter before we get into the statistics here's exclusive audio footage from ufc.com showing the highlights from the khabib versus mcgregor press conference emanating from radio city music hall in new york city what's up everybody thanks for coming uh just to remind you ufc 229 khabib versus mcgregor is sold out, but it is live on pay-per-view.
1: I came back for the love of this, to come and shut this man up, a little rat, a little weasel, a little hard man in groups. I've met many of them through my years. A man who grows in numbers, but on, on his own and when confronted in a similar situation, cowers away. And that's what you saw with that little on the bus over there. He his jocks after, after doing something to his own country, man, uh, that had nothing got to do with anything. And, and that's it. I came back for the love of fighting and the love of war and this I am going to truly truly love Putting a bad bad beating on this little glass jaw, rat.
4: Hey, I'm come here for smash this guy. I don't smash me, mate. I, smash I, me. I don't want yeah, to wanna... smash
1: me. I can smash. you say it. send your lo- send location here. He is right here in front of you. I'm right in front of you.
4: I think it's gonna be a long night for him. Right. Ah, it's gonna be a long night. Yes. He, oh he knows crazy.
1: this.
4: He knows this. I stay relaxed. I don't feel nothing. I know I have location. I, stay, so. on bus. I stay on bus. 6 October. I stay on bus. <laughs> 6 October. in the bus. Like we talked before, like direct, in Twitter. You remember this? When we talk. You remember this? You bought
1: me tea, George. I had a little fact. Yeah, black kid. Don't be talking like about Twitter. This is called prize fighting but thankfully, I'm such a crafty individual with my with my other entities and my entire game as a whole that I don't actually I'm gonna put him back to box mur, 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 mur. I'm such gonna
4: put him I'm gonna backwards. put him the, the bang is Book. off hey, of me you have to fight only books yeah, because bang you bang
1: Compete with high I with not level don't guys have to not fight for money no you know. more. Thank the Lord. You Jesus, fight with hate small Christ. guys in 5-0 right division. To fight and for money no more. who have I wrestling made they so much. To my other problem. What are you talking I mean, about? If I, I your make... wrestling
4: is zero. Your grappling is Stall zero. I'm going to move. Let's wrestle,
1: kid. Let's wrestle. Let's wrestle. Let's wrestle. 6 October. Let's wrestle. Let's wrestle. let Yeah, yeah. Help me. You're going to be wrestling with your orbital bone. I think I'm going to make him tired and after
4: play with him because when he tired, he always give up. He don't like, he's like, he's like, when you go to the, he, he moved to books and he tap there, you know, like, you know, like when someone punch you like 10, you tap the tap, you tap you box window, three times, you tap time. a little stop the box. You tap someone four times. What are books. you talking about? What are you talking about? You I tap three, you tap three, four times. You tap foot so time. So what? I'll tap your head you off the, the like canvas. Chicken. Chicken. You tap
1: like chicken I'll tap your time. head off the canvas. All his pony talk is gonna be put on blast October sixth. Do you have a round in mind? As long as it takes, I believe one. He's a glass jaw. And I've seen this man wobble many times. I've seen his brother sparked unconscious in another promotion. I know he is afraid of a smack. And if you're afraid of a smack off me, a smack will feel like a double barrel shotgun. So I believe the inside the force. But I have been wrong before. I will be prepared for five rounds. You're looking at a fighting veteran. I've came through it all. F*** you. Connor, over here, please. Connor, shot
3: here?
1: don't come at that kid. don't ever come the
2: this of course will be happening live october 6 on pay per view at the t mobile arena in las vegas nevada and of course let's get to the statistics Khabib Nurma, <clears throat> Nurmagomedov. yeah twice yeah. in a row versus Conor mcgregor <laughs> mystic mac Khabib has the record of 26 wins, zero losses, and zero draws, while McGregor has 21 wins, three losses, and zero draws. Uh, Khabib comes in with the height of 70 inches, while McGregor comes in at 69 inches. 69 is a great number, by the way. Uh, nice.
3: <laughs> <Pav>. <laughs> Show that to you, by the way. I, I heard that <laughs> loud and clear. Mm.
2: You can leave that if you'd like for the kids at home. Um, nah. once <laughs> they'll learn, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> My god, McGregor uh weighs in at 170 pounds, outweighing uh Khabib, at, who's at 155 pounds. Khabib, of course, hails from Russia while Connor hails from Ireland. As far as uh significant strikes, uh, strikes landed per minute, Khabib comes in at 4.34. While McGregor comes in at 5.82, so he's definitely uh, a striker as far as the cage, as far as fights go. Accuracy Uh, Khabib has Connor beaten. Accuracy Khabib comes in at 48.75%, while uh, Connor comes in at 47.63%. As far as strikes absorbed per minute. Uh, Khabib comes in at 1.55 while McGregor comes in at 4.55 so not only can McGregor throw hands but he can take some punishment as well I know this sounds like a big McGregor love fest but trust me we're, we're equal here with all fighters and wrestlers and whatever as far as defense goes uh, Khabib comes in at 84.62 while McGregor comes in at 73.91 and as far as grappling statistics go The takedown average, uh, Khabib has 5.44, while McGregor has 0.92. As far as takedown accuracy, uh, Khabib comes in at 44.95%, while McGregor comes in at 62.50%. As far as takedowns defended, uh, Khabib comes in at 84.62, while McGregor comes in at 73.91%. And as far as submission average, Khabib comes in at 0.55% while McGregor comes in at 0. Now, while thinking about this earlier today before arriving at the studio, I thought, just like with the other fights we were talking about, experience is key. You know, no matter what the statistics are, one of the, I, I thought to myself, one of these guys <laughs> has to be more experienced than the other turns out i'm wrong they both started at the exact same time so they've both been in the game for the exact same number of years yes they started in hmm. 2008 so this could be like the mma equivalent of rocky versus apollo creed you know in my opinion these are two guys who
0: rocky one or two though
2: Why well, I, I don't know but I, but you get what i'm saying here these yeah are, these are two top-notch fighters you know, and as much as we love McGregor, you know, Khabib is no slouch either. No. You seems know. like it's gonna be a good fight no it's, matter it's what. It's gonna be
0: a good fight, but the thing about Connor is that Connor is a talker, and he will get into your head. Mm-hmm. He is, to mm-hmm. quote-
2: Which is a big part of fighting. Right? Oh yeah, no, he, to, he
3: plays the psychological game as much as he does to to quote,
0: the physical mm-hmm. game. To mm-hmm. quote what they were saying you know. about him is that he is balls deep into Habib's head already. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. There's another fighter who's just as, you know, good at the the site game, you know. I think of Shannon Briggs a lot. Boxer Mm. Shannon Briggs when I think of Conor McGregor.
3: That's a good one.
2: Because Shannon is the type where, you know, like, you know, he'll not only, you know, get in in his opponent's face at a press conference, but he'll follow his opponent to hotel rooms, restaurants, gyms, meetings, stuff like that. He'll literally stalk his opponent. Like for weeks up until the fight, yeah. you know,
3: to really, to really hone fuck in. with
2: him. Like, you could be in a, if you're fighting him, you could be at a restaurant, and there he is outside the window staring at you. He'll even go as far as sitting across from you at the table and taking your food. Yeah, yeah. you know, fighters who have um that niche of really, you know, being psychologically dangerous as yeah. well as physically dangerous. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a fan of guys like that. Oh, hence why, I, Hence why I'm, you know, <clears throat> not only am I picking McGregor, you know, for this fight, but I sense there's probably going to be a second bout coming, you know. And
0: possibly a third. Well, he's I, got, I, he's I, got I, an would, eight, I
2: wouldn't say third. He's got an eight fight it. deal, though. The Rock and Cena only fought twice. There's never going to, you know, eventually something gets old and they have to really, you know, freshen Ramp it up, yeah. You know. Um... So, yeah, my pick, of course, McGregor. I know your pick is McGregor. McGregor. Xamu, would you like to take a shot at our prediction? I know
3: we spoke about the other fight and possibly how it can go either way. Mm -hmm. I kind of feel the same way with this one. And I I don't really say that often when it comes to uh, UFC Mm. because usually you can just – there's a tell. You know what I mean? There's usually a tell. The way I see McGregor working and the way how I see Khabib working is – It's hard. It's hard to like pin it down, at least in my opinion. I'm more one of those people that will that praises the open endedness of it, Mm -hmm. but definitely observes what the other people may be thinking. I personally don't think he's in Habib's head, but Habib does get into the moment. and definitely will fire back when he can because he just wants him to to shut up because I'm talking can you just stop you know what I mean so it could just be that and then he immediately just kind of mentally blocks it or you could be completely right he's wormed his way into the back of his skull and it's just you know Ticking, mm-hmm. ticking at the back of it until there's mm-hmm. until there's the inch of
2: his life being beaten out of him to the point where the guy can't even sleep without thinking yes. about it. Yes, uh, so. so that's probably what
3: McGregor's yeah. striving for, and if he has that in Habib already, mm-hmm. the battle's won. We know that. Yeah. At least on that aspect. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't though, and he's making it seem like it, that's also a good play too. Mm-hmm. Get the gentleman. Get get the guy who's the talkiest, most the most talking, the most cocky. Loose lips sink ships. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. I mean, like, like that. That's just that's just so, my train so, of thought. I'm so, very middle of the road. So at this in
2: European of the fight, it's pretty much up in the air. And you're it, not it's sure. up in the
3: air for me, yeah. Because okay. I mean, I've because I've seen fights where I'm like, okay, you know, Mayweather's got this. It's going to be the Mary best. merryweather. Meriwe- <laughs> Mayweather, 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 Mayweather. Where I'm like, you know, someone's got this. Mayweather. Mayweather or- was it a storm <laughs> or something? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Mary Poppins <laughs> saw the weather. Um, no, no, but but where uh, it was way back when where I honestly thought that there was going to be an amazing fight between I believe it was a Gracie and another opponent. And the first kick that was thrown, uh, they, he breaks his leg mm-hmm. and then the fight was over. But like I was dead set on saying this guy's going to win. This guy's got it. I know his st- I know his tact. I know his like, you know, his 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 inside and out his stats basically and his tactics He's got this. He's got this in the bank because this guy's a nobody and he has nothing on him.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Loses it and literal leg is just flopping in the wind at that right. point. And I'm like, okay. I mean, not that I'm saying someone's going to break their leg in this match, but that w- I, I feel like something big is going to happen mm-hmm. where it could be either or.
0: Right.
3: So, yeah, I'm, I'm, it, it's I'm up in the air. It's
0: going to be a fight. It's yeah. going to be a good fight.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like how McGregor didn't promise anything either because that just shows that he's also a little hesitant Mm -hmm. to give people one, expectations, but two, to try and give away any tells Mm -hmm. of what he's trying to plan Mm -hmm. to
2: you well, he you. said himself in the press conference that he's mm-hmm. been proven wrong before. Yeah. He went into the, you know, and the only instance I can think of where he's been actually proven wrong mm-hmm. was him versus Nate Diaz mm-hmm. the first time where Nate actually made him tap. Very true. And him versus Mayweather. Mm-hmm. He went into both of those fights, you know, like a shit don't stink, you know, yeah. typical Conor McGregor fashion. Yeah. And he got humbled, but he's proud to admit, you know. He's the kind of guy where once he's defeated, he'll admit, okay, you beat me, but I'm still breathing. I'm going to still keep fighting.
3: Yeah, I'm going to still keep going. I'm going to still keep fighting, unlike with um, Ronda Rousey. Where she was unstoppable for some time, and then
2: something happened, and then, and then she got humbled. She, she st- but but wh- she
3: didn't take it the right way. She didn't. No. No. She, no. And you it know, killed she,
2: her. You know when uh, I remember that fight, Amanda. Yeah. When Amanda Nunes basically put Rousey out, not like Rousey. Don't get me wrong. No. Yeah. Yeah. But she didn't stay in the cage to give uh, because Joe Rogan said to Rousey before interviewing Amanda, "Hold on, Rousey, stay here. I'm gonna talk to you next." Rousey just left the cage. Yeah. And she said in interviews, like on The Ellen Show, and mm-hmm. I think she did an interview for WWE.com after getting signed over yeah, yeah, there. Yeah. She said she walked out of the cage feeling like God hates me. You know, she, that, that was those were her words. She yeah. said, I left yeah, the yeah. cage feeling like God hates me, and I was suicidal, and stuff like that. All over a loss in a sport. I mean, I understand taking the sport seriously, but at the same
3: time... You also have to understand that the nature of the beast is you will
2: exactly. lose. Exactly. You will lose. Exactly. Not, it's not
3: a matter of you will lose every time, but... You will. Right. That's exactly how I felt when I started mixed martial arts myself. Mm-hmm. I did Brazilian jiu-jitsu for a while. I'm not trying to talk about myself in this, but this is just pure example. Mm-hmm. I lost so much in the beginning, mm-hmm. up until I was orange rank one, and then I started winning. Mm-hmm. But I also kept losing. Every three losses was a victory, and I was very happy. You, you still do I mean? it? Not anymore. Uh, time got in the way. <laughs> and then I opened up the Grand House Radio. So there uh-huh. you go. So, uh-huh. but anyway. I would like to do it again, though. Well,
2: if if Grindhouse branches out, Grindhouse could open an MMA academy or something like that. Grindhouse Octagon. That would be perfect. Grindhouse Octagon. Sarah, one of Matt Sarah's schools is actually down the road from here. I know, and I'm I'm actually kind of
3: interested, just from a personal matter, to maybe walking over there and see what they have to offer.
2: It's funny, last week when I was in here, we were... um, Mm-hmm. We had time to kill afterwards because we only did a half hour show. Yeah, yeah. So we were like, um, oh, let's, uh, you know, walk around town for a bit. And I saw the school and I was like, no way. Yeah. I, saw, I saw it says Sarah BJJ. And I'm thinking, Matt Sarah's in there. So I pull up and I'm, th- and I'm like, sweet. I'm going to get a picture of Matt Sarah. Nah. I walk in. It's these two guys. Like, it's a big room. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. They're, oh, no, I know. They're all the way on the other end of the room doing some sort of grappling, you know, drill. And I'm like, uh, is Matt here? And the guy looked at me like, "Get out of here, you fucking mark." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no.
3: He has a couple of of um, schools, I believe, on the island. It's not just this one. I think there's one out west a little bit too, one out east, um, and then there's the one over here. But I, I don't know if he's if he's actually over here in New York anymore. Like he, personally, he, I think he's, he's out somewhere he, else.
2: All I know is, um, he is still a Long Islander. I don't know where exactly on Long Island he is, and uh, he he. Let's he, keep it that way.
3: He's, <laughs> Just in case,
2: yeah, let's keep it that way. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't need to be kicked off the guy's doorstep. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he he's also in the podcasting world. He does uh UFC yeah. Unfiltered with Jim Norton. On, yes. Uh, SiriusXM and I think uh, some other program. Maybe mm-hmm. UFC the actual website they run the podcast themselves. Maybe. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's what he's been up to. So uh, yeah, it's no surprise thinking, no, thinking about. It. I haven't seen him. It's probably yeah. busy man himself. No, it's fine. It's fine. Um, all right, so. Uh, Those are our predictions for the main card of the UFC 229 pay-per-view happening, of course, October 6th, live on pay-per-view at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. As you heard Dana White say in the audio clip, tickets are sold out, but it will still be available to uh, stream live wherever you are. I, of course, plan on going to a local pub or bar and watching it for free because I'm a cheapskate. (laughs) Smart move. uh, That's basically it. Paula, I know you wanted to talk about McGregor's Whiskey.
0: Oh what proper 12 yes yeah proper 12 proper 12 you were
2: give, acting like you wanted to give this big dialogue about no,
0: it no i'm just i'm just i asked if you were going to talk about it i mean he's talking I'm not, about I'm not he's talking about it he, i asked if you wanted to talk about it
2: yeah, well you brought it up
0: okay let me talk about Let's it let me talk then. about shut it shut up then
2: all right <laughs> as you can tell we're deeply in love with
0: each other we love each
2: other <laughs> and she, he's right still- now he's texting his phone get me the hell it's like, out of here help help <laughs> help <laughs> Help. H e l p.
3: No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just logging in. It's a about couple to be an MMA
0: match in here now.
3: Hoping Brim
2: just kicks the door in and chokes me Who's out. Who's doing this? Send <laughs> <laughs> you so... straight to the entrance to hell. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but he's talking, he's talking about bouncing his head off the canvas. Yeah. Well, I kept thinking of the fact that this is part. He's now promoting his whiskey. Uh-huh. In this match, and it's going to be proper twelve. On the canvas, he's a sponsor for his well, own fight. Well, yeah, <laughs> which yeah. is crazy.
3: Which is cool, you know. Yeah, it sense? is. It's awesome. It's like, no matter what, I'm still giving myself money. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! High five me. Well, that's
0: that's you know? all he kept I mean, saying. Were, every, he, better.
2: better and he was drinking it during the press conference. Yeah. You saw. Better to have proper twelve on the canvas than for monster or those energy drinks. That's yeah. That stuff's just poison. Yeah. If you think about it. Yeah. yeah. Really. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we're talking about
0: whiskey it's not too. Yeah, yeah. We don't want good for here. you. Yeah. Well,
2: whiskey, good but, <laughs> whiskey's good in moderation.
0: Exactly. In whiskey's moderation, good in
2: moderation. Monster, <laughs> no. But considering, Monster, I, no. <laughs> but considering <laughs> I've seen things as ridiculous as guys training at wrestling schools, getting out of heavy cardio drills, and and uh, and calming themselves down by drinking giant cans of Monster rather mm-hmm. than water or Gatorade, mm-hmm. I'm all for pretty much blacklisting yeah. that stuff off the market rather than you know continuously promoting it. Because, you know, if you think about it, mostly kids get it. Yeah, yeah.
3: No, I, 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 I mean, with the whole Four loco thing from way back when, not yeah. to get too topical, right. Four loco was an energy drink with alcohol in it. Right. And then that got a huge scare because right. people always thought it was energy drinks, so kids were getting them in high school yeah. and, and bu- then the, buying them without getting carded.
2: And then there was the, then there was uh, other two, uh, yeah. cocaine and pussy. That
3: was another one. Those, not the, literally, the, not the, the, the literal food. actual yeah. drug and <laughs> or piece of uh, anatomy, but yeah. actual drinks yeah. that had insane yeah. amounts of caffeine yeah. that were very dangerous you and that. worse.
2: You're gonna believe that, right? I will. Okay, thank you.
3: <sighs> Which one is that? That was 46. Okay. Uh- <laughs> 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 that, that's why I was on my phone. I was making notes of all our little hiccups that yeah. need to be fixed. You know, not post. to sound
2: like, not to sound like I'm taking shots at anybody, but no. a couple of weeks ago we were in here and uh, we were talking about uh, Renee Young. Yes. Um, the, the, who's like the, who's the first woman in history to become yeah. a play-by-play commentator? Yes. Wrestling. Yes. So um, we were talking about that. All power right? to her too, by the way. Very,
3: yeah. very. All power to her. Definitely yeah. gonna say that.
2: But there were some negative reviews from some old school guys from the '80s and '90s era of wrestling. Yeah. And uh, Paula read one of the tweets sent one of the negative reviews sent out on Twitter by this guy uh, Terry Brunk, who's mm-hmm. on in ECW with Sabu. Okay. And it was a very um, uh, filthy, uncensored tweet, mm. basically using derogatory terms towards her. Of course And uh, while this is going on I'm thinking oh, There's nothing to worry about You know, They're going to bleep it They didn't bleep it
3: Yeah They're like No 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 You're going to be Like we're not censoring you Because these were your words Like this is your hole You're dugging
2: yourself Oh absolutely He deleted it it.
0: He he tweeted it And then deleted it Oh yeah
2: of course That's exactly what happened But Grindhouse didn't bleep it either Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's on the, so it's on the podcast it's completely on and I'm like, oh, no, there goes uh, somebody, you know? Oh, don't
3: worry. We'll keep it adamant if you'd like.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but I stand by that. It was his words, not ours.
2: Exactly. I mean, hey, I'm all for, you yeah. know... Um, going uncensored if I have to and having that unrestricted forum to yeah, like exp- if, to express your if, thoughts. If you when need com-
3: that hour of ranting.
2: Yeah, but when it comes to you know business opportunities and oh, sponsorships and stuff like that, you can't get away with that Opie and Anthony style of radio. Anymore. Not yet, at least. Not yet. No, yeah. <laughs> you, uh, you can be,
3: you can take your nuances from Opie and Anthony and mm-hmm. Howard and everybody, yeah. but you cannot Be them. And that's one of the biggest lessons that I learned Uh when starting in radio. Right. And, I mean, that helps for anybody who's in the podcasting or radio world, especially for you. Right. So, the word of advice that I give, take the nuances, but don't try to be the replica.
2: No, of course not.
3: Because if you try, you're going to fail. Because they are them and you are you.
2: That's all. It has been so long since I've tried to Mm -hmm. copy somebody, you know, because I learned a hard lesson earlier on about, you know... How it's better to be yourself but mm-hmm. you know back then of course i kind of thought less of myself and more of those others so i was like what if i could be like this guy or this yeah guy? yeah then, no i, I understand how And that then after, of course, being, being publicly shamed yeah. a few times you know i'm not going to get into what happened i understand but, uh, i understand you don't have to you know even so, off
3: air you don't have to it's yeah okay. exactly it's you okay.
2: know but um yeah it's better to be yourself rather than you know hands but, down yeah i mean you can have your influences oh, and you, exactly. and you can have those i inspired, have my inspirations and i have my influences
3: as well but in no way am i ever trying to replicate what they do i'll imitate but imitation is the biggest form of flattery mm. you know what i mean so. is
2: one of your influences um uh who's the guy who plays invaders in the voice actor richard horvitz richard horvitz um, i listened to that episode and i could pretty much get a hunch that he was a hero of yours he was well he was a childhood hero so definitely f- so, so okay. he,
3: he's because because he, I'm, I'm actually only a little bit older than you i'm i'm 27
2: Oh, really? So you
3: and I are actually relatively close in the same age. Wow! Um, I was born in '91. Born '93. So, yeah, then there you go. Yeah. So that makes sense. Um, So he obviously in, in Nickelodeon, if you remember, uh-huh. uh, he did Invader Zim, he did The Angry Beavers, uh-huh. and he did Billy and Mandy on Cartoon Network, and yeah. that was a thing. Uh-huh. So to go into a bit of pop culture, he was voice acting, and you can always tell it was his voice because that's his voice. Like right. he doesn't change anything other than mm-hmm. just. You know enunciation and some pronunciation of words mm. and just some silliness and he's always like Tee, all that crap and he is so good because he's eccentric and he just keeps going for that that oh, yeah. goal so like his eccentric his 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 ability to be eccentric i know i'm, I'm gonna stop oh, is, okay. <laughs> i know we got time but i'm just saying I'm, I'm, don't worry i'm not gonna take too much time the ability to be eccentric is perfect
2: uh before if, before closing up i have yeah, a but, i have a quick uh yeah. Um, what's the guy's name again? Richard Horvitz. Richard Horvitz. Yes. I have a funny Go for yeah, Richard Horvitz story Go here for real it. quick. Um, he's w- eccentric and I like him. Yeah. End of right. story. <laughs> oh, I always, I always one, one of the types of videos I like to watch on YouTube in my spare time are mm-hmm. interviews from interesting people. And he was one of the people whose interviews I watched. And I remember, <laughs> I remember the first one I clicked on, he's at some convention somewhere. And uh, the guy goes, so your last name is Horvitz? So he goes, yes, when my parents were born, it, w- it was their name. And then when I was born, it was my name. And then when my kids were born, it was their name. And when their kids were born, they were grounded because they're only 16. That's actually pretty <laughs> funny. That, that was pretty cool. yeah. funny, yeah. yeah so he's, a, he's quite clever. He is
3: very clever, and he's he's a great comedian, too. Yeah. He actually did, Um, if you if you go on his own website and check him out on like his bio and everything, mm-hmm. he has his old audio clips that he's done for different things. Right. He has all the cartoon work, right. but then he has like from nine, from the 90s, uh-huh. a commercial for Sizzler that he did. <laughs> and let me tell you, I thought I could never imagine him, but mm-hmm. it made me want to go to Sizzlers at the end of that, even though there was none available anymore at this point, but damn, but I want Invaders to go. Invader
2: Zim on Sizzlers. Inva- invader Sizz.
3: <laughs> that, that's that's invader what I was thinking. Sizz. Invader Sizz was that what I was thinking. Come to
2: Sizzlers! <laughs> and on that note, we will be wrapping things up right about now thank you of course to everybody for listening to this episode of the john sawyer show shout out to grindhouse radio shout out to mr zambo here for joining us uh shout out to of course the Faison family the brennan family monty and the Faro, uh strong island radio and television productions my old producer uh, bobby lucera the battle on radio crew out of 102 uh, 90.1 fm WUSB. usb my co-host, Miss Paula P. Dizzle-McCurry, and of course, every single one of you. All three of you who support this podcast. My name is John Lambrose, a.k.a. John Sawyer, a.k.a. Boondocks, a.k.a. The Three Name Nobody. And I will see you guys next time. We're out.